Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. This episode of Untold Physio Stories is sponsored by Edge Mobility System. Edge Mobility System is your online site for everything a PT, OT, DC, MT, ATC, or fitness pro would need. Get certified in blood flow restriction therapy or training online. Check out our full modern manual therapy seminars, ISTM toolkit, edge suspension trainer, portable tables, and more. Untold Physio Stories listeners can save 10% by going to edgemobsys.com. That's E-D-G-E-M-O-B-S-Y-S.com slash untold to save 10% off their first purchase. Edge Health and Tech Solutions. We do websites that work for you and give you an edge over the competition. Did you know that you have less than 10 seconds to capture someone's interest in your website before they click away? How about the fact that most people are accessing your website from their phone? Save thousands and get a fully mobile, appealing, and SEO-optimized website linked to your social media, email list, and Google My Business. All for one low price and no monthly fees. Why not keep doing what you do best in your business and allow us to handle the tech side? Let's get started. Find us at edgehealthandtech.com. I think I've seen probably three to five of them so far. Um, And this one in particular that I really want to talk about was interesting because to me, the the impression I always got of a DVT was going to be uh, maybe someone older, more sedentary, um, you know, maybe after like a total hip or a total knee uh, type of surgery. Uh, But this one was very unique because he was, early 20s, like 22, 23, 24 years old. Um, And he was post-op ACL reconstruction. And um, basically, it also highlights the importance of education of a patient, you know, what to expect after surgery, because what happened with this kid is, this is his first major injury, and he was incredibly afraid. I don't think I've seen someone more afraid to to move or do anything, particularly after a surgery, he just didn't want to move it because he thought it would break. He thought he would ruin the surgery if he moved his knee. And so he just didn't move. And I saw him not, I think I saw him maybe a week and a half or two weeks after the surgery. It was kind of late. And um, he was pretty tender. And uh, I use this app on my phone actually to, to use the DVT clinical probability of uh, the, the Wells algorithm, uh, I think it's called Calculate. Um, I don't know if it's free or not anymore. I think it was free when I bought it. But it, anytime I suspect a DVT, I usually go grab my phone and I'll, I'll input that and see what it tells me. Um, you know, I talked to him about it. And after giving, uh, after talked to his, uh, his surgeon as well to confer, and we decided to, to send him to the, to the ER to get evaluated. And yeah, it turned out he did have the, the DVT. And uh, he was also very appreciative. He, I remember the follow-up visit. He was like, you saved my life because uh, we got that taken care of uh, pretty quickly. So luckily he didn't have any 
adverse effects like a like a pulmonary embolism or anything like that. Wow. Um, yeah, I think uh, a couple things to note important here is that um, a couple long-term studies have basically identified, uh, I don't know if he was an athlete or not, but it's one of the best predictors of return to sport after ACL uh, or surgery basically is uh, levels of fear avoidance, you know, and you could easily see that. I mean, fear avoidance, when someone has high fear avoidance, that basically predicts I think anything, <laughs> your, out, your yeah. outcomes anyway. But uh, yeah, that's um, just because they go under the knife doesn't mean they automatically think they're corrected. I wonder if he had some sort of really emotional response to the to the original injury. You know, that's why he was mm-hmm. so afraid. Most people are kind of just relieved afterward, not uh, not so uh, kinesiophobic. Yeah. Um... I think from what I can recall, I, I bet this is probably his first major injury. And, um, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, his fear from, you know, that injury carried over into the surgery probably and, you know, was never adequately addressed. Um, and this was the outcome versus I've seen, uh, you know, a patient who who had the same injury. Uh, you know, she was a lot younger even, but her family was super afraid. And I've treated like all members of her family, like three generations of them. And so they came to me before the surgery and they're super afraid. And I just talked them down and talked them through it. And, you know, it was great. She did really well. Um, and so it's kind of the difference of, you know, providing that education there on the, the different outcomes you can have. Yeah. I think that pre-op, um, it's really important. And I like those books that ISPI puts out like your, I think it's called your brain is having back surgery or something like basically just to get people's expectations in, in the right frame of mind. You know, some people are maybe even disappointed because maybe they had back surgery or whatever, and they still have discomfort when they wake up, you know, they sometimes think it's going to be completely gone or they are quote unquote fixed, but yeah, there's still healing time. And I know some people also, they wake up and they're completely fine. So there's no way to predict that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there's definitely been lots of good studies showing that, you know, education, even if you're going to go in for like a, you know, a lower extremity injury to get all your gait training on, you know, assisted devices, stair training done before your surgery, you know, they had better mobility after the surgery. And so yeah, sure. yeah, those pre-op visits are pretty important. Yeah. Uh, this just reminds me real quick of another story. There was this really gruff kind of PT that used to work for a group that, uh, that I used to work with. And he always basically said, you know, when someone, he never understood why some people complained so much for weeks and weeks and weeks after simple knee scope or shoulder scope. I mean, he understood when someone had a major surgery, but he considered these things kind of minor and many people, you know, uh, they they do really well with a scope and, you know, they're basically just limited by their discomfort and they can get back to things rather quickly. So one day he has this shoulder scope and he comes to me the day afterward and, or maybe even a couple weeks afterward, but he said six weeks in and even like a couple days in, but also it basically took six weeks. He said every day, 24 seven for six straight weeks, he had constant pain. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. And then he's like, ah, now I feel bad for basically all the patients <laughs> that I worked with for like 40 years that I never understood. I may have been a little harder than them or I thought they were just being wimps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
it's uh I've learned a lot from my own injuries treating myself because I never did PT before I became a PT. Um, and so I've learned a lot myself, you know, through some problems I've had getting therapy or, you know, even just treating myself for some issues. It's been, it's been fun and pretty eye opening. So. All right. Well, how can people find you on your brand new website? Uh, we are at uh, Kerbach physical therapy.com. So that's K I R B A C H dot. Uh, physicaltherapy.com. Also, we're on at Facebook and Instagram at Kerbach Physical Therapy. All right. Well, thanks for coming back on the podcast. And uh, I hope you guys open soon and everyone who's listening. And I hope we all kind of get back to some semblance of normal and our states open up soon. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Dr. E. Yep. Have a great day. Take care. Well, you can find me, uh, Dr. E, at Modern Rehab Mastery. That's our new online mentoring program. It includes modern manual therapy, modern patient education, and modern strength training. It's three months with three mentors, so one month with each mentor, four weeks, tons of modules, lots of CEUs, learn at your own pace for a month, then move on. Um, so go beyond the seminar. You also get chat room um, with your mentees and mentors and live Q&As every week. Check out all my products, Edge Mobility System. We have the new Edge ISTM toolbox that includes the Edge Mobility Star and the OG Edge Mobility Tool, our Edge Restriction System BFR cuffs. That's part of Dr. Kyle Coffey's Modern Strike Training BFR certificate. Uh, I hope to see you at a live Eclectic Approach course soon. That's Modern Manual Therapy um, in US, Canada, and South America. And uh, make sure to rate Untold Physio Stories five stars on Apple Podcasts. You could also subscribe on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And as always, you guys have an awesome day.